everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of the podcast, Limax Maximus. I am your host, Nicole. And I'm the co-host, Jason. We are siblings, if you didn't know that already. So to start off the first podcast, I thought I should explain the title. So Limax Maximus, which if you googled, you already know, is the scientific name for the leopard slug. I love leopard slug reproduction. It is pretty much the best reproductive system I have found so far. Um, But throughout this series of this podcast, I'm going to explore other reproductive systems to see if anything can possibly match up to the great leopard slug. So here's how leopard slugs mate. Basically, leopard slugs have penises, like girl parts and boy parts. Um, and so they're, it doesn't matter if a leopard slug meets another leopard slug, they don't have to look for girls or boys because they're all both. Um, so what leopard slugs do is when they find each other, they find a leaf or a stick or something, they produce a string of mucus, they hang from said branch or leaf by the mucus, they get all tangled up together, as, as you do, um, and they have sex, they produce a slimy blue mucusy thing, and also sometimes they're trying to find each other's, you know, parts and trying to figure out who's going to use their penis and who's not going to use their penis because they both have one. Sometimes their penises get tangled up in each other, and one of them has to bite the other one's penis off so they can get untangled. But when they're all done, both of them can go lay eggs uh, and have baby leopard slugs. Now, Nicole, what part of the world are leopard slugs found in, for our listeners that don't know? Everywhere. They're native to Europe, but they have basically been brought everywhere. The reason I even know about leopard slugs is because I found one on the sidewalk in northern Virginia. So they're pretty much everywhere. They like to live um, in, like, nooks and crannies. Um, they tend to g- gather towards human habitats. They like to live, like, like, under your stairs or, like, in your cellar or, like, in your garden. They like... You know, like most slugs and worms, they so they're pretty of... adaptable. Yeah, I don't know if they like are bad for the um, environments because they're not native to this area, but I'm pretty sure they're not because they don't really like do anything bad that I know of. And so, why don't we see more leopard slugs on nature documentaries, like on Netflix and stuff? Are they hard to like encounter? Are they scared if they if you they find humans? I don't think so because the one I saw was not afraid of me. <laughs> but uh, I guess maybe because they're not very visually appealing, they don't like you're not, they're not on all those like, Animal Planet and Netflix documentaries. I mean, people aren't really into slugs. It's kind of it's sad, but it's true. Also, you're not looking at the like. Unfortunately, there's if you look at the nature documentaries, at least the ones on Netflix, there's not too many ones about mating. I think I've only seen one or two about mating. Sometimes if you watch the ones that are about like, for example, I watched one about dolphins. And they, they, they said they were going to talk about mating, and they talked about it for, like, a minute at the very end. So most most pot, uh, nature shows don't like to talk about animal sex, which makes me sad because it is the most fascinating part. But that's kind of troubling that, you know, humans just attract themselves to, they, like, are attracted to attractive people and attractive animals, and all the animals go to hell, basically. I don't... Yes, that's a problem that, as you know, the World Wildlife Fund has had for a while, where... People only want to save the, you know, animals that are cute. They don't care about the not-cute animals. That's why their logo is like the panda, because that's a cute animal. If their logo was the slug, you know they would not raise as much money. But that is off-topic. And let's get back to mating. <laughs> well, actually, no. One more question about leopard slugs. Okay, fine. Two, well, two questions. One is, why aren't there 
why don't they like, or do you know of any um, like movies or TVs or anime leopard slugs out there? Well, Turbo's about a snail. Hmm, close. But it is the most uh, biologically <laughs> inaccurate movie. Well, actually, now that we're on that tangent, what's your favorite animated animal type movie? Animated. Hmm, Pixar, there's Disney. not that many good animal movies because, as you know, most animal movies... It's Utopia. No, it's not. I mean, it's fine. But it's not that great because if you're... Lo like, I'm looking for, like, accuracy. Like, animals are so weird that you could make great animated movies about them as they are in their full weirdness. But people try to, like, make them more human. Like, in Zootopia, they made them all humanoid. And they made them being naked, being, like, a real, like, weird thing. And it's just, like... But, I mean, aren't these... Children who watch these animated movies, presumably, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not judging if you watch it and you're adult, aren't they getting enough of that in their classrooms of education? Did you learn about leopard slugs and sex? Leopard slugs, sex I'm not referring school? to leopard slugs specifically. I'm talking about any animal for that matter. Probably the pretty ones, I guess. But Honestly, I didn't learn that much about animals in school. I think in my biology classes, I learned more about cells and stuff. We didn't really cover animals at all. I didn't even get into animal uh, reproduction until after college. And when I was in school, I was more reading about animal behavior on my own. I never learned about animals in school, honestly. Okay, to go off on another tangent, since that's what we do on the Mix Maximus. Um, Apparently we do now. <laughs> right. Uh, so when I was at the World Wildlife Fund, which I was there for about four months interning, which was awesome, amazing, I want to go back. Um, one day I won the staff newsletter challenge. And um, they had the newsletter once a month. And I went up to the... Um, comms guy who does the newsletters and he said come over with me he got a uh, he got a key from another woman who works there and said come on in this closet and this was like the most that's creepy as hell thing. i'm sorry but if some dude who works in your office is like come to this closet with me that's a little bit weird and pick up let me finish and pick out a what do you call it? pick out a uh, stuffed animal for lack of a better word and I browsed, of course, this is like metal shelves, probably like four or five shelves high, all around there, mammal, mostly mammals, but a lot of different kinds of stuffed animals. Um, but he was so surprised because I, quick, I, I relatively quickly picked the uh, red panda without hesitation, uh, just because I didn't want to you know, waste his time and waste his day. Sadly, so. they have no leopard slugs. I think they have like snails. Well, let's put it this way. I never saw them, but I brought a catalog No, I know. In you. the catalog, there's no slugs. They have, this is what I'm saying, they only have the cute animals. They have, like, chickens and seals and pandas and monkeys. They don't have, like, slugs or, like, I think they have otters, but they only have the cute otters. Their sea otters are cute, river otters are ugly. They don't have river otters. Like, they only have the cute animals, which I understand. I mean, you like, can't blame them. Otter, otters are utterly, otters are utterly um, adorable. Okay, so. good job. <laughs> good job. Took me a while. Like, it's very, you know, it's very uh, Good job. These puns. But, I mean... It's true, there's probably not very much of an audience for a plush slug, but let I alone guess this goes back to our slugs. like whole thing about humans being attracted to attractive animals. Exactly! Exactly. It's just, I mean, there's no love for like ugly animals and humans, I guess. Well, I mean, <laughs> scientists, like entomologists love bugs. They probably think bugs are cute. Also, some people think moths are cute if you zoom in. Uh, a lot of people think bumblebees are cute. If you zoom in, you got to walk around with a magnifying glass. If you zoom in, in, moths are fuzzy. Oh, on the computer, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, people, a lot of people like bees. Oh, I mean, if, you, if you're not allergic to them, I guess. Um, but yeah. Now, what did you do recently? You did something recently with a, with a product. You got some wildflower seeds. Oh, let's, let's tell our audience about that. Well, I heard that it was problematic, so maybe we shouldn't. 
It's okay. They need, to know. They, need to know. <laughs> they need to know. This is not news that, you know, Trump is... This is not about mating, is... man. I can't talk about non-mating things. Let's get to it's the mating. animals, you Okay, know. no, let's, no. Let's broaden this. Okay. We're not going to last right. them that long if we just do mating. Yeah. No, okay, but you got to have questions about this part. Trust me. Okay, go on. All right, so we're going to talk... I'm going to pick, like, one animal or, like, one topic to talk about. So in this one, we're going to talk about a certain animal, which hopefully you'll be able to guess once you hear... And wonderful listeners, if you are unable to hear that for some reason, it was an elephant. We're going to talk, talk about elephants, which are one of my favorite animals. Um, mainly because they're super smart and they're a lot like people. So before I get to the mating, I'm going to talk a little bit about what they're like, like as like what, how an elephant lives its life. Um, this was like a random fact that I just thought was interesting. You know how there's like Asian elephants and African elephants? Right. They have different shaped ears. One's bigger than the other. One of their back is concave and one of them is not concave. Well, only like once has an African and Asian elephant mated and had a hybrid baby. And the one time they did, the baby died within like a few, a few weeks. So I'm pretty sure they can't like mate, which is weird because they look really similar and you'd think they'd be able to like mate, but they can't. So other than their shape and their ears, anything else distinguish them from one another? I mean, not really. They're, one of them's a lot bigger than the other. They have slightly different behaviors because of the environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one type of African elephant that specifically lives in the desert, so it has adapted to, like, desert life in um, Africa. Okay. But anyway, um, the cool thing about elephants is that they live in families, um, and they're matrilineal. So the family's going to be a bunch of lady elephants and their kids. The man elephants, once they, like, get older... Um, Basically, the baby and the mom will stay together for a few years, actually, like in humans. They don't... A lot of animals, the baby kind of grows up really quickly and leaves. But with elephants, they stay for like a few years. Um, uh, when elephants are born, do they fall like really far, like giraffes or not really? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the elephants like bend their knees and stuff. Okay, I didn't we'll, actually we'll, look we'll, this we'll up. We'll go back to you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually episode. look that sure. part up. Sure. Um, but anyway... Shame on you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so anyway. They, mating, you know, having kids. Okay, anyway, it's gone. I got to get to the mating. I'm still like before the mating. I haven't gotten to the mating yet. Okay, so, well, it's a half an hour podcast, so we have time. Okay, yeah, we have plenty of time. So anyway, so the, the, the family is led by like the oldest mom, like the grandma. Uh, and when she gets really old and can't be the leader anymore, uh, one of the other women will take over. Um, or when she dies, a woman will take over. Um, they also meet up sometimes. Like, it's not just that one family of, like, eight elephants. Sometimes they'll meet up with, like, one or two other families and have little, like, mini gatherings and, like, reunions, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, and usually when they travel, if you ever see a picture of elephants, like, walking together, you'll notice this. The babies are always in the middle because they want to be, protect them. Because elephants basically can't be killed by predators because they're too big and too strong. The babies can be killed, though, because... I mean, pretty much just like humans. You're not going to have your kid on the side the side of the road facing traffic. You're going to have them on the side exactly. near the grass. But or... also, humans are easy to kill. Elephants are not easy to kill. But baby elephants are super easy to kill. Well, I guess, yes. Because you remember when we met a baby elephant? They're like four or five feet tall. Oh, yes. Funny story. Nicole oh, my almost God. Got, <laughs> Nicole almost got headbutted by a baby elephant once. Okay, no. we went In to an, Nepal. We went to an elephant breeding center, and there was a baby elephant walking around, and he was the cutest, and he had hair on him, which I didn't realize elephants had hair. It was fuzzy. I was like 10, so he was taller than I was. was. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, you were 10. I was 10. Mm -hmm. He was like four or five feet tall, so he was a little bit taller than me. And his mom was chained up, which now I know why she was chained up, but I didn't know at the time. And she was yelling for her kid to come to her because her I guess she wanted to feed her kid some milk or something. I don't know. 
And the kids started running, and I was in the middle, and the elephant knocked me over. And I actually rode elephants twice, once in Nepal and then once in Ayatoa, it's pronounced. It's the uh, historic capital of Thailand. Now, did you see the article? I don't know if you saw it recently. There was an article or some video out there about, like, how it's actually really bad for humans to ride elephants. There is a lot of controversy about elephants in general. I learned this. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's controversy about whether they should be kept in zoos. There's some elephants that are kept in temples. Uh, because they're sure. like, you know, and people are like, that might not be good. Elephants are used as workers, as you know, to like lift things temples and like move Buddhist things. Temples like Buddhist temples or Hindu Yeah, okay. both probably. But the ones I was finding were Buddhist. Oh, for sure. Uh, in Thailand. You know the white elephants that are like holy and shit? We have, there's white elephants? Well, like in Thai Buddhist culture, white elephants are like holy. I don't know. Elephants are like a thing. Wait, so there's real life white elephants? I... Not like, you know, a statue. Like, it's not... Oh, it's mythical or, like, doesn't exist anymore? No, this is about the white elephant gift exchange. Here we go. The story that the... It's from the kings of Thailand. It's sacred white elephants kept by South A- Southeast Asian monarchs. It is an albino elephant. You know, they really like their animals there in Thailand. They got that. They got the monkey temple. Or is that the different country? I think monkey temple's in Nepal or India. Okay, well... We're, we're, we're really yeah. great at this. Anyway. You know, we, we, our, our, our knowledge of South Asia is very clouded because we've been to so many countries in South Asia. Um, wow, so. way to brag. Um, okay, so... There's some people who are world travel. I mean, it's not Okay, like, fine, no, fine. Oh, actually, one more thing. Um, for our listeners, if you're ever in or near D.C., about maybe four or five years ago, the National Zoo built a very nice elephant display and um, kind of elephant center. They have a place for them indoors when it's winter and cold and then outdoors when it's not. So um, that's neat. And, of course, the National Zoo, um, we'll plug here, is always free. So. Well, now that I see that elephants live in families, I'm kind of sad for the ones in the zoo because only like three of them, and that's a pretty small family. I mean, anyway. I'm sure zoo I do, zoos in general, zoo, yeah, like, yeah. The whole idea of that is yeah, zoos in general are the best. Smithsonian zoo is, I never hear anything. I think the only anymore. good reason to have a zoo is if you're doing like scientific research. But this is a total side note, nothing to do with elephants. But you know what I learned today? You know how people say that like girl praying mantises will bite off the heads of male praying mantises? Or did you not know that? No, I know. Okay, well that's like a common thing. Apparently that open only happens in captivity. Like they people just assume that it always happened, but then they were like, well, because praying mantises obviously don't want to have sex in front of you. So in the nature, they finally found one like having sex, like hid it away somewhere, and they realized she didn't bite the head off. The only one who bit the head off will bit it off because she was actually really hungry. It was not like a normal thing. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was not related. But people have this, praying mantises have a bad rap for being cannibals, and they are not. Unless so, do you know enough about praying mantises to have a full episode about them? No. Oh darn! Maybe an insect episode. How about that? Dude, insects... Right, insects, insects are pretty broad. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying or walking or whatever you... Insects. I can go... Dude, there's so much... Insects... You think elephants are weird? Well, we haven't gotten to it yet. But elephants are weird. Insects are fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that later. Elef- insects have necrophilia, cannibalism, incest... Do you know what necrophilia is? And so now you understand why I'm all the one killing insects in our house. You know what necrophilia is, right? Nicole. You know what necrophilia is? What is necrophilia? Having sex with a dead thing. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to elephants. I'm not sure I want to know more, but go on. Well, you will in a later episode, but... Okay, let's okay. move on. All right, elephants. So, okay, so like I said, the girl elephants are in a family. Boy elephants live by themselves. Sometimes they hang out with a couple of friends. Um, but basically, the girl elephants kind of become aggressive towards the guys and kick them out. Um, they usually live alone or with a couple other males. Okay, so this is the thing that I found interesting about elephants. It's pretty rare just to them. Um, adult elephant males... Enter a state of increased testosterone known as must, which I might be pronouncing pronounced pronouncing wrong. Uh, the in- Hindi word like must, must, which means like enjoyment or something. 
That's the wrong word. No, I swear to God, it said it in here. It said that you could, that word came from that. I was just like, what? Yeah, see, it comes, uh, it, must, musty, musty. Apparently, that's like some Hindi word. I don't know enough about Hindi to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I know like 30% Hindi from Bengali, but I mean, I don't know. It's Whatever. Probably, anyway, must, yeah. which I may be pronouncing wrong. If I am, please tell me, listeners. But anyway, what happens with must is that there's a temporal gland that's like on the side of their face. So like if you wear glasses, it's kind of where the glasses, what is this called? The arm? We'll say that. The part of the glasses that goes behind your ear, it's where that part is. And it's like this liquid, a fluid that comes down it. And it hurts. It feels like a really bad toothache, like in the back of your mouth for the elephant. So it kind of hurts. It's kind of like being in heat. Um, he also, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, elephants have penises in like sheaths. So like they're kind of hidden away. Uh, and so when they have to pee, they take it out. Wait, back up. There multiple penises? One penis. Okay. Many elephants, each with one penis. Oh, okay. When that, they ha- they sometimes, uh, they take it out of the sheath to pee, but sometimes when they're in must, they can't like, they are like crazy. So they pee when it's still in there, which means the pee drips down their legs. So if you see an elephant with like a wet spot on the side of its face and pee down its legs, it's in must. And it makes them aggressive, so you should stay away from them. They also you walk with their head held high and swinging. Sometimes they pick at the ground with their tusks and they wave one ear at a time. They get really aggressive. They fight with each other. It can last anywhere from one day to four months. That sounds terrifying for a human to be in here. Exactly. Now, meanwhile, the girl elephant... Uh, by the way, elephants are called bulls and cows, apparently. Boys and girls, bulls and cows. Hmm. And a random sidebar, do elephants have toenails? I don't think they do, but I did learn something interesting about their feet. Apparently, they produce a sound that is not audible to human ears, and they can communicate with each other over 20-plus miles by feeling the vibrations of the ground in their feet. Super cool. I don't know hmm. if they have toenails. <laughs> That's a very good question. Let's Google this. Elephant feet. We can just zoom in on their feet and see. While we're uh, going on I this mean, tangent. Um, I mean, I guess if you count those as toenails, I guess they're toenails. Are those ivory too? I don't know. Well, this is the weirdest tangent. Elephant feet. The feet. It is walking on tiptoe. It is a spongy shock absorber. They have five toes. Not all toes have toenails. They are toenails. Yep, they got toenails. Wow, shock absorber. So that's like a car part. Well, it has to be a shock absorber. Look how big they are and how much like... Okay, but anyway, back to the uh, mating. So the male cows can have must. The girl cows... Not cows. Elephants! They're called cows because they're girl elephants. Anyway, they... When they're um, basically ready to have babies in estrus, um, they release pheromones in their pee. Wait, 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 back up. Do they, like, get larger like humans do? Dude, the, this, the one I'm, the elephant I'm talking about hasn't gotten pregnant yet. Oh, It's okay. just, it's, it's like her time. You know how, do you not know this? In humans, there's this window of, like, oh, okay, sure, sure. time when you can have, be pregnant, right. right? Same thing for elephants. Oh, okay. So, she's ready to have a baby. So, she's gonna, how will the boy elephants know? She releases pheromones in her urine that says that she's ready to wait, to mate. So, basically, the boy elephant who's in must finds the girl elephant, and how will he figure it out? He will do the Fleming, which I may be pronouncing wrong, Fleming response, which is like my favorite Wikipedia page ever. The Fleming response, because of this picture. It is my favorite Wikipedia page. If you have a chance, Google Fleming, F-L-E-H-M-E-N, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. Google that response and look at the picture. It's so great. But anyway, what it is is the elephant will kind of smell the pee, basically, and smell and taste the pee. And then it will find oh, wait, out. Wait, smell and taste? Yeah. 
Oh, a lot of animals do this, actually. That's, Giraffes do it, that's too. That's incredible. He's going all in. Yeah, he is. Thank God humans don't have to do that. I mean, humans produce pheromones, too, but not in our... I mean, of course, we probably mistakenly... You know, we don't need to know these things about your life. Thank you. Solid No, thank our, you. We're in good. Our, in our food. I don't need to know your life. Thank you. This that's is your life, too. You eat produce, too. I don't drink or taste pee. My own pee I said, or I said my, poop. my potential I said mate's poop. pee. I said poop, not pee. Okay, I'm not talking about poop. I'm talking about pee. They're related. Okay, in this case, it's the pee, okay? okay so anyway, the boy cow will find the girl cow, smell and taste the pee, or as Wikipedia will say, collect a chemical sample with his trunk, <laughs> which basically means he tasted it and he smelled it. Um, so once he finds out that they can mate, they follow them around and defend them from other males. And so the girls will be like, hmm, this guy's following me around. He's defending me from other males. He seems decent. Maybe I will have sex with him. So for young... this I love this part. For young females, the approach of an older male elephant can be intimidating. So her relatives stay nearby to provide support and reassurance. They're like, it's okay. It's your first time. We know. Anyway... The male lays his trunk over the female's back. The penis is very mobile. It is able to move independently of the pelvis, which is an interesting mental image. I do not suggest that you look up. Um, it curves forward and upward, and then they mount each other like dogs, basically. Now, there's something really weird I found out. Okay, well, anyway, this is not related to mating, but in general, elephants are really big on touching. They usually use their trunks to, like, touch each other. They touch each other's mouths and genitals when they are getting when they get excited or when they're happy. Um, also, mothers and babies will often touch each other, their tails, their you know trunks. They're very big on touching, kind of like humans. They're a lot like humans. Um, so, so their their trunks are really versatile in that they use it for a lot of different things. Yeah, they touch. It's it's basically used for touch. I mean, if you think about it, it's really flexible and useful. It's like another hand. Sure. Um, is it a muscle then? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is one thing I found kind of interesting, and I found this on an NPR. Um, article and it's very confusing to me but apparently when there's something called mating pandemonium hmm. which sounds really freaking weird okay i'm just gonna read this to you the name I, of my next band okay i'm just gonna read this to you so it says this is someone's like journal from when they were observing animals in the wild sure so he said just two days ago we had the most exciting day yet we were lucky enough to observe a male and must locate and mate with the female in estrus and the attendant mating pandemonium was unlike anything any of us had ever seen. Many elephants became visibly excited as the bull mounted the female and circled around them, rumbling and trumpeting, twirling around, defecating and urinating. Sounds like a real fun party, doesn't it? The vocalizations went on for nine minutes. It was an incredible scene. After it was over, elephants kept coming over and smelling the ground where they had copulated, tasting their fluids and continuing to rumble. It sounds like an elephant orgy. Or like an elephant party, sex party, doesn't it? Like, that's really weird. Have you watched a video of this before? No, and I don't want to. I'm much, I'm, I will read anything that you put in front of me, but I will not watch. No, I'm good. Now, to get away from the mating, you asked me questions about calves and babies, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some babies. Let's get them back on some nicer subjects instead of their sex parties and their pooping and their peeing. Babies can be gross too, but okay. Babies can be gross, but elephant babies are adorable. So, elephant babies called They're calves. Okay, okay, never mind. What? Go on, go on. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So calves are usually the center of attention. Most of the adults will gather around it, touching and caressing it with their trunks, just like a human. Uh, for the first few days, the mother doesn't want any of the other, like, girl elephants to come near it. But after a while, she does alloparenting, which means that basically all of the mother, all of the elephants in the, in the family are your mother. In other words, they all share and take care of you. 
they all share and take care of you and they you have like 10 mothers which is kind of cool um so when a predator is near the family group will gather together with the calves in the middle obviously um but anyway so that's how babies work so on a tangent so if the elephant i know if an elephant loses its tusks to ivory hunters it can survive of course there's actually a good movie on netflix about that too but i thought that they kill the elephant and then take the tusks how would you how would you be able to get up to an elephant and take its tusks without it like <laughs> destroying so. you? My mistake. Anyways. Unless you tranquilize it, but like I don't Never mind. Okay, well. Uh, yeah, I'll have to watch that movie again. Okay. Um or documentary. Um so if an elephant loses its snout. Its snout? It's... You mean the trunk? Trunk, yes. Yeah. Sorry. What about it? <laughs> sorry. Can How it... the hell would you lose your trunk? <laughs> what do you think happened? Damaged. Can it survive? I mean, it's like if someone chops your hand off, like you probably would die from the blood loss. But if you survive through that, I assume you'd be okay. You'd just be disabled. And if you're disabled, you're probably going to get killed off by another animal because they prey on the weak. So, and how? I don't think that happens. How the hell would your trunk <laughs> get cut off? I don't know. It's not like there's like other elephants with machetes ready to like chop <laughs> your trunk off. Do they, use the, do they use their trunks in fighting? No, elephants don't really fight much. But when they do, they use their um, tusks because they're sh- they're sharp, obviously. Hmm. Um, okay, so here's some other facts about elephants. By the way, the tusks are extremely heavy. I. Uh, uh, semi carried one at the zoo last time I was there with my father. Oh, okay. Um, so elephants. Um, so here's some other facts about elephants. Nothing to do with mating. Nothing to do with calves. I just thought they were cool facts. Elephants are among the few species that are known to use tools. Uh, an, an Asian elephant actually picked up a stick and used it as a fly swatter. Just kind of cool. Aren't there uh, elephant painters too? There are, but it's debated about whether that counts. Like whether they're just like messing around or whether it's like actually art. Uh, they play sports too. They can do tricks. Um, a lot of elephants, when you when you ki- try to keep them, can they in, roll over like dogs? I don't. I feel like it'd be really hard. I don't know, but I feel like it'd be really hard because they're yeah, so big. Yeah, I guess big. it's like if a turtle gets on his back, it can't turn around. That sucks, man. Yeah, Not making me sad about turtles. <laughs> anyway, so elephants also like sometimes you keep them in with like an electric fence, and what they do is they take a big rock, drop it on the fence, so that they break the electrical part of it, and then they can just like walk over it. Um, which is another way. Yeah, I think I've seen those tools. at zoos too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, elephants are also highly altruistic animals. You know what altruistic means, right? Uh, I don't want to sound dumb, but tell me. It means nice, doing something and not expecting anything in return. Oh, okay. Like something that like going out of your way, you know, to do something. Yes. Yeah, like, Mr. Rogers, altruistic guy. Well, like I'm pretty altruistic, you know. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, in, okay. So this is just one story. In India, an elephant was helping locals um, lift logs. Uh, like with its trunk, right? Picking up, uh, and then um, they, then it was putting them in holes for them. Like they were saying, like put this log here, put this log there. It was helping them do work, right? Construction and shit. Um, but then at one certain hole, the elephant refused to put the log in there, and so the guy in charge of the elephant was like, "What the hell's going on?" So he came over there and he looked, and he saw there was a dog sleeping in the hole. The elephant didn't want to put the log down there because then he would smash the dog. And he was like, as soon as the dog left, then he put it in there, um, which is kind of cute. And also, it's people have said that when an elephant gets hurt, other elephants will come help him, even if they're not in the same family or anything. I see. Um, okay, so, so okay, who go ahead. Who's your? I have only one more anecdote. Who's your fam- favorite cartoon or literature elephant? I mean, I'm not really familiar with too many elephants. I know Dumbo, but like, I'm not super attached. I know, what's his name? Babar, the French elephant. Mm-hmm. He's cool, but I'm not that attached. Is there an elephant in Madagascar or Madagascar 2? I've never seen either movie, so... Well, we'll go back to you on that after we watch it. I'll watch it with her. Um, I do like it. this one elephant. Um, 
I don't remember what he was called. I'll have to look it up later. But there's this one elephant. I, it's not that I like him. It's just an interesting story. Um, he was a circus elephant. He was very much... He was supposed to be, like, tr supposedly, like, really troublesome. But actually, he was, like, abused because they would use electrical um, right. prods and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so one day, he got loose during the circus in, like, the 1940s or 50s or something. And he rampaged through the town, killing people. And they had to shoot him and kill him. And I just think that's a really sad story. I read that online somewhere. I forgot his name. But oh. if you look up, like, Wikipedia's list of individual elephants, there's not that many. He's on there. I mean, I guess it's good that... Well, kind of good that the circus is ending after this next show. I mean, circus can still be circus. Like, you can have, like, the Cirque du Soleil, well, but you shouldn't have animals. Let me put it this way. The main animal circus. Yeah, you shouldn't have Barnum animals. Barnum and Bailey, to my knowledge, are shutting down. Yeah, so. you shouldn't have animals in them. It's really bad. Um, but, yeah, so I have... I, by the way, if you're ever bored and you want to look at, like, weird animal things, look up list of individual elephants, list of individual tigers, whatever, on Wikipedia, and it gives you lists of, like, famous elephants, which, I mean... Of course, your first question is like, how can there be famous elephants? Why is this elephant famous? So it's kind of interesting to read about it. I think Are we talking like movie elephants? or in All like... kinds of elephants. Oh, okay. okay. There's a couple movie ones on there. There's uh, Alexander the Great had an elephant. That's on there. A bunch of like random famous elephants. If you ever get bored, obviously it's not like, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so here's my last elephant fact. So it's pretty like well known that elephants have ways of mourning their dead, which is kind of unique because most animals don't. Um... But elephants have been observed performing death rituals. Uh, this one guy, Anthony Hall Martin, who's a biologist in South Africa, he basically, the, the matriarch, the mother of the family, died. Um, the entire family, including her baby, all gathered around her and gently touched her body with their trunks. They basically were trying to lift her up. They were like, wake up, mom, mm -hmm. even though she was dead. They all were rumbling, and they were making loud noises like screams, but then they all fell silent. I guess they basically acknowledged that she was dead. And they began to cover her with leaves and dirt and tree branches. They stayed near her body for two whole days. Sometimes they went to get water or food, but they came back. Um, so it's kind of like they held a funeral for her. And they've also been observed doing the same things for dead humans. They'll try to bury dead humans. Sometimes they accidentally try to bury sleeping humans, and then they wake up and they're like, Wait, I'm alive! <laughs> Which is kind of scary, I would imagine, if you're sleeping and you wake up and all of a sudden there's all these elephants staring at you. But, you know. So are elephants more vulnerable because they're... Uh... Like, so community-based? Not, well, I mean, maybe, but the main reason elephants are vulnerable is because they're huge and they take up a lot of space and humans are trying to use up their space. But the main, main thing is because of poaching. People want the freaking ivory and shit. And, like, it's so stupid. But there are a lot of anti-poaching measures being taken, as you know. Um, they are trying to cut down on that. And elephants are just, like, so smart. And we're not even close to fully understanding them. And it's just, like, a shame. Like, it's a shame to kill any animal, but, like... Right. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, the Limax, L-I-M-A-X, Maximus, M-A-X-I-M-U-S. Tell us what you think. Did we talk too fast? Were we too funny? Not funny enough? Is there another animal you want to hear about as far as mating habits? Uh, did we get something wrong as far as factual accuracy? Um, and we will be back. And Nicole wants to say something. She's yes, pointing her finger um, at me. Yes, I will put... On the uh, Facebook page, when we post this episode, I will put links to the things I was talking about. Most of it you can find on the Wikipedia page of elephants, but I will put specific links for the elephant that broke loose and killed a bunch of people. and The famous elephants. Uh, the list, Yeah, the list of famous elephants. Um, and maybe I'll put a video of the mating pandemonium if I can find it, but it's probably pretty Maybe our, fa our favorite elephant documentary. Yeah, so if you guys have any... Um, any uh, suggestions for any other animals that we should cover? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got plenty of animals to cover, but if you've got, like, your favorites that we should do next, let me know.
Yep, and we definitely want to hear back from you since this is the first episode. Thank you. And respect the animals. <laughs>